pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back for another deep dive into kinetic belief for attracting your abundant life. So glad to have you back with us today. If you'd like to receive an occasional text, text the word kinetic to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon and also subscribe so that you don't miss an episode of this podcast. You can also find me on Clubhouse and Miss Maggie. This is actually Clubhouse is a new type of social network that is based on voice. How cool is that? Because we get to hear you guys where all of you from around the world can come together to talk and to listen and learn from each other in real time. And Meg and I will be there. And that is new on social media platform. It's called Clubhouse at Stephen Canyon. Yeah. Hello, Maggie. Hello, Stephen. I love that you say, um, I'll send you occasional text messages. Well, it is occasional. You <laughs> but know, this, but I, I like that you're indicating that you're not going to be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, all right. <laughs> what are you doing now? Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> oh, that would be awful, wouldn't it? I don't know. It depends. But, hey, yeah. Naomi Campbell <laughs> just had a baby girl. Naomi Campbell. She's the model. The um, oh, Naomi Campbell. Yeah, from she did. the UK. Wow. Yeah. She's and, sort of a timeless. Well, she is, and she she's actually made no secret about being fifty years old. Wow. And she just had a little baby girl. Congratulations, Naomi. I'm, and I'm sure she's listening, by the way. <laughs> we love you, Naomi. <laughs> Shout Good out job. to Naomi. You go, girl. Have you ever seen uh, the musical Little Shop of Horrors? No, and you know, I also have never been to that Rocky Horror Picture Show situation either. That that looks crazy. I haven't either. And what I from what I've heard, that that is quite the scene. I feel like if you're in the mood for something totally kooky and weird and crazy, then that's what you want your weekend well, isn't to that, look like. Isn't that where the audience sort of participates I think and so. you throw things and and sing along and and all I of think that so. stuff? Which I have to say. I, I, and this and this always seems to surprise people, but I'm not I'm not a participator. I love to observe, but it's it's very difficult for me to just like oh, <laughs> jump no. in and participate. But how much fun can you have with somebody that doesn't want to participate? Exactly. So I'm usually picked on. <laughs> the, oh my goodness! You're the one, the go-to. You know what? One of the most amazing things that I did not participate in, but that I loved observing, is I was in this coffee shop, little tiny town in North Carolina, and it was, there were probably 30 people in there. It was packed and it was in the evening and I was just grabbing a coffee with a friend and we were going to head out and go to a movie and we're standing there waiting in line and somebody just starts singing Bohemian Rhapsody and the whole place. I'm, I'm saying like 30 people join how in cool and that? they sing the whole thing word for word. I mean, how I didn't even know that many people knew all the words to Bohemian Rhapsody. But now who doesn't know Bohemian Rhapsody by but all now? the words, the whole group, everybody. It was amazing. I mean, you just felt like you'd been dropped into a alternate universe a musical universe that, that, that was would amazing be, that would be a cool experiment <gasps> try to break out in bohemian rhapsody i don't know in a mall somewhere and just see who now, joins in that's a good point because i think it was because it was it was a very 
quirky coffee shop. A very certain type of person was there. <laughs> well, there you have it. And so it, yeah, that was. <laughs> it needs to be a quir- quirky coffee shop. But we could dry, go for it. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> the little shop of heart that looked like fun. We we it drove does. by that. What was that yesterday? Well, yeah, yeah. Downtown in an amphitheater on the on the pond. On, not the pond. The lake. Well, it it's a, a huge a lake. lake. It was a Disney amphitheater or something. But they're doing it out there. And I actually I went online to see if I could get us a couple of. T- they're sold out. No, no tickets left. Well, I have to say they don't have much seating out there, so maybe we could go climb a tree. Well, they they now they did. Have, yeah, let's go climb a tree. Why not? And watch it. They did the have tree. a few tickets that were left for. I think it was this Sunday afternoon, but no. you missed the lighting. Yeah, and, no, 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 and, and, and the, all of that. If you're outdoors, and right? it's not covered, you want the you want the evening ticket. So, oh, maybe mm. next time. I, maybe next time. I wish our planet was one big musical. I, mean, I, 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 I know just, you do, and I do too. I mean, wouldn't that be special? It kind of would, actually. <laughs> if, <laughs> it really we, would. if we had to sing and, and, I don't know, dance everywhere that we went. I guess it depends on the type of musical, too, because, you know, when you go to one of these big operas, they literally sing every word. Can you imagine? Well, that could be fun, too. I mean, could you imagine going to Walmart? <laughs> but can you imagine saying <laughs> <Can> everything you... <laughs> with that much passion and gusto? Or standing in line at the airport. I mean, are you kidding? Actually, it me? would make it amazing. That this would, would amazing. wouldn't it? Well, I, I think it would be kind of like that that family dollar store commercial that I was I was in when I was sixteen years old, and we were. Oh, I forgot you did that. We were oh my singing and dancing in the aisles in that commercial. <laughs> you know, open your eyes, be surprised at your family dollar store. You remember the jingle? What? Well, of course, I had to sing it over and over. <laughs> but life could be like oh, that, man. couldn't it? Yes. Oh, we need a kinetic belief jingle. Ooh, that's that's a good idea. Just replace family dollar with kinetic belief. <laughs> Let's please not. <laughs> Thing, well, things would be different, wouldn't they? More, I think, a lot more enjoyable for a lot of people. It would just be everybody singing and dancing, even if you even if you can't sing and dance. Now, what if you just started doing that? Imagine that you just start going through life singing everything. You know, you just go to the front desk to get a new room key, and you, you're singing your request. Well, that's kind of like these, what what were those called, the the breakout mob scenes? What were those? The Oh, flash the, mobs. Flash mobs. Yeah, Isn't they would just break out doing? and start dancing, but that'd be pretty funny if you started going through life singing, well, singing everything. I think so. I would film that. That'd be a great YouTube channel, <laughs> wouldn't it? You could just, think, yeah, you could just patch yeah. in live at any time and see somebody just singing to everyone. That would well, be entertaining. But, you know, to do that, you would have to let go of some things for the ego to get out of the way, wouldn't you? Oh, my goodness. And not care about yes. what other people think. Uh, yeah, that would be a pretty big ego hurdle. <laughs> I think a lot of people. We, you know, that's kind of like the proverbial. We, we've laughed about this. Some people just need to be thrown into the, the, yeah. the horse trough. Well, and that, that analogy comes <laughs> from, get over yourself. you know, the old Marilyn Monroe Western movie that she was in. And she's constantly... You know, because she's so prim and proper, she's constantly getting thrown into the, into the horse trough. That'll fix whatever. You. That'll whatever, fix her. <laughs> that'll fix whatever the ego is <laughs> ailing true. you with, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, the essence of our being, our higher nature, it just is. And it doesn't consider whether or not it would be embarrassed by singing or dancing in the street. It mm. just is. It's just life. It's just happiness yeah. and joy. It hasn't connected itself with the the... Mental constructs right. of the ego. That's the I am that I am part of us. It has nothing to prove. Right. It is life energy. It's totally cool, by the way. <laughs> That's I the coolest so. part of and us. And you can really you can spot somebody <laughs> that is sort of aware of just their life 
force yeah, energy. And they're absolutely. Not, they're not caught up in the, the condemnational uh, spirit of the egoist, self-centered being. Mm, mm. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, there's nothing new in the universe. And we talk about how crazy it would be to do something like that. But that's it's, it's kind of like the concept already exists. All things, actually, including thoughts, including the idea that we're talking about having you know, breaking out in these musical mm-hmm. scenes, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. All things have existed from the beginning of creation. Now think about that. Even though a thought may seem original to you, it might seem like it's an original thought to, to um, you know, start a business or for even an invention that you want to patent, whatever it is. The only thing different about the thought is the you that is now having the thought. Those two together, but the thought already exists, already was. Wow. We were talking about this, you know, just watching the the niece and the nephew grow and develop. Ever wonder how an 18-month-old or a two-year-old can can know some things? Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. know, Who told him that? He's 18 months old. Right. How does she know that? He's a minute old. Where does that even come from? Well, there are some absolute truths that can appear again and again and again with the same messages over a period of thousands of years in different minds and, and different ages and in different parts of the world. Yeah. These things exist. And if, if you've been around those kids like that, you know, I'm telling you, it's difficult to avoid the impression that our minds are connected to a cosmic realm of thoughts. Uh, it's the realm of archetypes, things that already are. And speaking of children, you know, there's a lot of confusion regarding what it actually means to grow up and to advance or to mature or to transcend the ego, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it so important for us to recognize the ego state of being? And we talk about this on this podcast all the time. Why is this so vital? Because, look, if we, if we, don't, if we don't recognize the the importance of this, then we miss the absolute truths that help us to overcome all of those negative consequences of the world. Mm-hmm. And, and I want you to know something. It is vitally important you know, for the listener to know this, that if you're not committed, absolutely devoted to growing up, to becoming enlightened, then you're not committed to positioning yourself in your life, to improving in your experiences, and as a result of that, you're always going to be wondering, you know, why don't things ever seem to work out for me? Now, first of all, there are two basic types of people that you could be hanging out with or that you could be associating with. And, and this helps in, first of all, locating ourselves and answering what type of person am I? One kind of person is the egoist and it's the natural egoist is someone who is operating in a way that identifies with their five physical senses, what we can see and hear and smell. The egoist is not translated from reaction to preaction, in other words. They're reactive to life. They've not come from the mental constructs of worry and doubt and fear over into the transcendent state of the abundant life. And as such, The egoist allows their life to be governed by their senses, by their emotions, and and by their feelings. And if it doesn't make any sense, they drop it. 
Well, I'm done with that. That doesn't make any sense. You know, I thought about it and thought about it and reasoned with it. And since it doesn't make it or I can't see the end of this thing, I'm going to forget about it. And if it doesn't make any sense, then they don't have anything to do with it. Well, and the way that you just described that gave us such a perfect picture of, of how the ego really works. Because I have to say, when I look back and I think of moments and times in my life where I was in the ego, it keeps you in these cycles. So it just sort of keeps you in this round robin, repeat, repeat, repeat way of life. Um, while being, you know, beyond the ego, living beyond the ego, it's you're, you're more linear. We're always improving. And that's another word that you just said that really punched out and stood out to me was improving and how it's not so much about getting where we want to go. It's about the fact that we're meant to improve. You know, we're, we're our best selves and we, we feel at our best when we're improving. We're growing. We're meant to do that. We're, because we're meant that's to do that, right? That's what we're made for. Well, then that's what happens when we are in the egoist state of mind. Um, the five senses begin to filter knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so things being true or not true, they you know, base it on the senses, as to something, if it's a reality or if it's true for me or not. And so it doesn't go beyond what we can see. And so that filter, like we're saying, keeps you in that place. And so this word sense is used interchangeably with the word ego. And when we talk about the ego, we're talking about the senses. It's the senses. A kinetic believer does not live by their senses, and that's a good way to get a hold of that, actually. Understand that anytime you make a decision in the ego, you are now making decisions based on your senses instead of making decisions based on your kinetic belief. Well, and like you've told us before in past podcasts, that the reason that that is so dangerous is because your senses, it's the ultimate touchstone for everything that you're trying to grow out of and grow beyond it's the life that you're currently physically living and existing in i mean it literally represents everything that you're trying to leave behind and so when we're always being tethered to these senses it just keeps you again it's just round and round and round we go it's it's like that tether ball game isn't it yes. you just go round and round the the pole and once you yeah. you wrap yourself up you go back in the other direction right you're never really going anywhere mm. so the egoist is the person that we're most often associating with doing business with uh, either with ourselves or someone else we're speaking to, to an egoist we're on the phone with somebody that's an egoist we're interacting with them on a daily basis but look understand that a person who is putting a demand on their best life to manifest will appear as foolishness to the egoist and this is where things begin to become a little challenging for especially the the new kinetic believer because what you're expecting and desiring and being grateful for is spiritually understood. It's understood as a kinetic believer putting a demand on what should be and not what is. So the egoist sees what you're doing and it's foolishness to them because the egoist can't understand what cannot be seen. They can't understand why you think you can. <laughs> and so that's one type of person. And the second the second type of person is the kinetic believer. And the KB has allowed their essence of being their life source to rise above their intellect. And they've achieved ascendancy over their intellect. The KB lives and governs their life by love. 
And let me tell you something. The power of kinetic belief will not work for you until you use it. I mean, what good is it to have established exactly what you want to experience? You can see it. You've put it in the you've put it in 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 the work. You've done the you, you've done your due diligence and you're doing your journaling and you've got your expectations. You've established your kinetic belief energetics. Your actions are in alignment. You know you've got some things that you you're putting your hands to, and you have an understanding of it. And then, just when you're about to receive it, everything is about to change in your life. You let your senses rise up higher than your kinetic belief. And you know what your ego is going to lead you into all kinds of trouble, knowing to do what is right, yet you're choosing to do what is wrong. And so we've got to consistently choose to do what is in line with our higher being, with our chosen desire, because the the very moment that we allow our feelings the opportunity to say something, it is going to contradict our life as a KB. I'm really enjoying this time of meditating on on looking at the ego really versus being a kinetic believer and what that means because what's being revealed is that we're it's not just that you're oh you're a kinetic believer or you're living from the ego, but these are actually transacting from different places. These are different languages. These are different places that we're living from. It's a it goes back to that holistic way of living that you're always telling us is so important and this makes it make more sense because look when you're a kinetic believer you're going to be using a different language speaking a different way living from a different mm-hmm. place it's an, it's yeah. it's as if you're yeah. on a different planet right yeah so you know what we don't show up here every day i'm not here today just teaching these precepts and these modalities so that you can just intellectually massage your mind and just be in a mental agreeer and and feel good having heard all of this. Mm. No, I'm teaching you guys the power of kinetic belief so that when hell knocks on the door, you're going to know what to do. Kinetic believers live in the present moment of patient empowerment. KBs don't experience incredible results only when they want to just by going back and forth, you know, between their kinetic beliefs and then going back over here and living by their ego senses. No, no. What what I'm talking about today is moving beyond the ego, going beyond it, transcending beyond it once and for all. There is still something called a KB ego state of consciousness. Hmm. Now, we're going to get a little we're going to pull back a few layers here today. This is for the advanced KBer, okay? Yeah. A KB ego state of consciousness. The KB ego is an enlightened state of consciousness, and this person is someone who has received revelation knowledge. They've been enlightened. They've transcended their essence of being over the ego. They can see it. They can identify the the workings of the ego. When it's, when it's identifying with thought forms. And it's someone that is awakened to no longer being threatened by the condemning energetics of negativity. Mm. They're no longer identifying solely with the senses. It is the uh, KB ego is a person who has had their essence of being to transcend the reasonings of thought. And it's the person that has come from the negative constructs of fear and over into the awareness of life. They are a KB ego. Even though they have awakened to their original genius of purpose and their original identity, the KB egoist hasn't grown. 
still. They still live their life by their physical senses. They are a KB. They know what to do, but because they haven't grown in it and developed in it, then all of their knowledge is going to be filtered still through their senses. Right. It'll be filtered through their feelings. So a KB egoist is aware of the law of attraction. They are aware of the power of kinetic belief. They've looked within, and they've located the essence of their being, but they've not developed or grown. And, you know, it is sad, but it's true, but that the KB ego may remain in this condition for their entire life. Wow. Knowing better, yeah. but not choosing better. You know, this really reminds me about a few years ago, I really took some time to determine what foods make me feel the best because we're all very different when it comes to nutrition, right? Like our bodies are so vast and they're so different. And I remember taking time to determine what would make me feel the best, what types of foods. And for a long time, I went on knowing what those would be with zero implementation, you know, (laughs) so the knowledge of those foods and knowing what was best for me, um, it it meant nothing. And it, and I had the knowledge, which was new, you know, I didn't have Mm -hmm. that before, but today, I I mean, I implement those things and I feel fantastic because I'm doing that consistently. But this just reminds me of that time where, you know, you've gained all this knowledge, you've gained all this awareness, but then it comes down to the, to the implementation of it and living it day after day. You were a mental, you were a mental agreeer. Exactly. You knew. Yeah. To see results though, to feel better, to live better. You know, they may never develop beyond the babyhood state of creation, that mental agreeer, you know, the one that knows what to do. I was I was talking to somebody the other day, and she was a, a retired nurse. Yeah. And she was telling me how she, you know, she started working out, and she's got a, a, a therapist, a physical trainer that she's working out with. Mm-hmm. And, but her diet is not what it should be. And she said, you know, I just need to find a nutritionist to tell me what I should eat. And I said, <laughs> oh, wait, wait just a minute. Wait, a, hold up there just a moment. <laughs> I said, now, if you were to tell somebody else, imagine you are a nutritionist and someone comes to you and says, what or should I be eating to, if I'm going to work out? Could you tell them what right. to eat? Or you, maybe you're a nurse and they're your patient. <laughs> and she said, well, absolutely. Absolutely could. Knowing, knowing what to do and doing it. Two different things. Yes. One is a mental agreeer. And that's, that's what we're talking about when we call or we, when we say, mm. I would never call anybody anything. But when we identify <laughs> someone as a as a, a, an a ego a, a KB egoist, and it's interesting to to realize that look, once you get all this knowledge, you you've all you've done is take on this immense responsibility for the knowledge that you're gaining, and there's still this uh, pretty important, pretty big bridge that we have to cross to to actually see change show up. You got all of the knowledge, but you never develop beyond the babyhood state of creation. Mm. And you're being governed by the ego. The KB ego is governed by their emotions. They are governed by their physical senses rather than by the essence of their being, their oneness with all things being possible for them. So now, now what I want to do is I want to show you how to get out of this because yes. I know I'm talking to some people today that are listening. And we're talking about people who believe the love, who know they can, who desire success, and but are still babies and are still being governed by their senses. Now, and I want you to listen to this very carefully. If you are right now in the middle of something 
Don't worry about it because I'm going to give you something that will help you get out of it once and for all. There is always a reason that a person stops growing up, stops developing in their conscious awareness. And usually it's because they're satisfied with the drama of egos around them. They're being stimulated. Life for them has become more fun in the stimulation of drama, 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 in the stimulation of fearful antics, of doubt and worry and all of that stuff, the drama of sickness and death even, which is sad to say, the drama of failure. And if you put anything else out in front of this person, you know, often they refuse to take it because what you're offering is going to require some effort. And it's going to have a, a different flavor for them. So now the question that comes here is, who is this KB egoist? This person is, it is a baby to awareness, first of all. Not a newborn babe. Don't, don't misunderstand. All of us begin learning how to do life as, as babes. When we first awaken to life in the spirit of manifesting, we all start there. So that's not what I'm talking about. The KB egoist is someone who is still a babe, not a newborn babe, not somebody that's just getting results, just brand new at getting results in their life. What I'm saying is that is there are some kinetic believers who should be turning their past ego-filled lives upside down by now, but they're still a babe. Not a newborn babe, but they are still a babe. So I'm not talking to those of you who are um, uh, new to kinetic belief, new to the revealed knowledge of who you really are before judgments began to redefine you. I'm identifying those that should have been way beyond where they are now in their development as power-filled kinetic believers, attracting the lives that they desire to experience. What a fascinating distinction, the idea that you're not necessarily, this isn't necessarily for people who are at the beginning of their journey legitimately. You know, these are for the 15-year-olds the still in third grade. There's a healthy way for a seedling to be. Mm. There's an unhealthy way for an adult to be a seedling. Hmm. <laughs> you just move beyond that. Yeah. There is a natural growth and development that comes with life that is made perfect as we advance and grow from day to day to day. And and so the the, the KB that's in this ego situation. So they that means that they're in this situation right now because they they haven't committed to living i'm not quite sure what what causes i'm wondering what causes it like what daily actions are they participating in that that are causing them to be sort of stuck in this in this beginner stage when they should be moving on into intermediate or advanced well like i was saying they're still being stimulated by the drama still being stimulated by the antics of of reasonings and of negative uh uh, fearful things and worry and doubt mm -hmm. and stimulated by sickness and disease and the trouble that other people are having and even their own trouble that they're identifying with. So there are babies that should be adults, mm -hmm. but they're just not there yet. And I can't think of anything that would be more distasteful than the sight of a 30-year-old in the kitchen sink with his mother giving him a bath. Oh, God. <laughs> no, come back, everyone. <laughs> Don't turn us off. Don't go away. <laughs> Babies that should be adults. Oh, Cabies that should have been mature by now, but wow. they're still a babe going back and forth between the egoist nature and essence of their 
perfect being. So it's really that double-mindedness that you've been mentioning of late that causes this and that really a lack of mental discipline where this growth is concerned. Well, it's the double-mindedness, but it, then it, it's the double-mindedness that comes with and in place of and instead of still the knowing mm-hmm. that you have, knowing how to eat right, knowing what to do and still not doing it. Right. It's having the knowledge without the follow-through. And, you know, actually there are some KBs now that should be teaching this by now. But based on some people still having the same doubts, the same fears, the same arguments, and the same, like you just said, double-mindedness, they still need to be taught. Mm. So something, something has hindered the advancement of the mind, soul, and body. The success of your business has hindered the completion of your healing. It's stopped the attraction of your wealth. Because I'm telling you that every human being has all of the gifts of the manifesting spirit operating within them right now. Everybody has the power of kinetic belief within them. I can just hear somebody going, well, how can you say, Stephen, that, that these are babes? They have all the power, of all of them. Everybody's got the power of kinetic belief operating in them. Because KB egoists are babies. They are still trying to talk at the same time, trying to win debates with each other. They're still arguing with, with the egoists in their lives. They're trying to convince somebody else that they are right and the other one is wrong. And so to answer your question, Maggie, that's why they're still in that state of, of wrestling with the ego, even though they have the knowledge of a KB. Wow. And so... I will submit to you that knowledge of the power of kinetic belief, of LOA, of unconditional love, does not determine your level of maturity. We meet people all the time, and they're so excited to say hello, and they say, oh, I'm, I, um, I'm a practitioner of LOA. I love it. I follow it, too, and on and on. It doesn't mean anything if you... If, just to, to love it or to appreciate it or even to know about it. A KB egoist may not understand much about their genius of purpose, but they can understand an experience of something that, that I went through. And that's what I mean to tell everybody through these podcasts, that this is what you and I do every day, Meg, as we roll up our sleeves. Everything that I have ever gone through in this life, I want to share with people because I know someone is going to use what we're talking about as equipment for getting out of similar situations. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just getting started here because this book has been opened and this is a new era. This is a new world. The world right now is absolutely transcending. And you listeners are, you guys are on the cutting edge. And it's not by chance that you're here. You've got something that you're supposed to be doing with your life. If it's love that's missing in your life, Give and it will be given to you. Oscar Wilde wrote in his book, A Woman of No Importance, he he said, who being loved is poor. Don't ever believe that you don't have anything to give. If you've ever lost a loved one, for example, you are equipped to talk to somebody who's going through something. You can say something and you can show them that you care. You can teach them the power of kinetic belief to come out of darkness and over into the light. But having the knowledge like we're talking about of what 
energizes, it makes kinetic belief work in your life, the, the five modalities that we teach and talk about. Mm-hmm. And being inspired to do that is, is the key to separating you from just being a, a, a baby Mm-hmm. and someone that is fully grown and matured and attracting your best life. Well, and I think to to also live this holistic life that you're that you're telling us about, it's it's so vital to make sure that you have the big picture and understand kinetic belief and what it's going to do for you and how it works and exists in your life and how to use it. And then it's also important to have these conversations like today about the nitty-gritty of this thing. You know, getting down into the microscopic level of of yeah, you do have to bring every single thought into captivity and look at it and analyze it and go is this correct? Is this correct? Is is this a kinetic belief thought? Is this a kinetic belief thing to say? And Obviously, you get better at that, and it becomes faster and more instinctual, so you, it's not such seemingly hard work, but that is required to, to move and to graduate to that next level. And I've heard from so many people that their lives really did begin to fast track by you know bringing every thought into captivity, by journaling their expectations for their best life, yes. and working on that blueprint. Mm-hmm. And it's going back, not just moving ahead in a linear fashion of journaling, but going back and reviewing, yeah. and seeing where their thoughts were yesterday, and building upon that, yeah. and out with the old and in with the new. And you continue that linear um, uh, transition of transcending the ego yes. with an expectation for what cannot be seen currently in your life that rearranges the circumstances that you are awakening to every day to be something fresh and new. Well, in journaling, it's 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 not keeping a diary like you always say. It's it's this beautiful way of keeping sort of a touchstone, an anchor point for what you're believing for, the person that you believe that you are, the way that you see yourself. It's not you know, oh, today really sucked. I met so-and-so on the street. I mean, that's not even close. This is a journaling of your your point of view, the, the way that you know that your life looks, will look, the things that are coming to you. And you have to have that tether, right? Because our thoughts it run a million miles a minute all the time, 24-7, 365. And so without that written touchstone, we're just completely unanchored. It's it's the most, I think, the easiest way to to stick with this successful kbers they are journaling and they are scrapbooking and they are sketching and etching and they are creating and blueprinting and imagining and desiring and they are keeping their minds fixed Mm -hmm. on that because we are all creators created in the image of the creator with the ability to use the substance of our belief and attract through particle attraction in this universe, the way it was all established and created to surround us with our desires so that it will be manifest for all to see. I love that word fixed, that we keep our mind fixed on that, on that, that idea, that vision that we're manifesting and that we believe is here and now and today. And, you know, really kinetic believers, we're just very stubborn journalers. Have to be right. <laughs> That's what we are. Well, we're gonna, our, our, our fixed expectations are going to be attacked and challenged by every kind of personality and name and identity of yeah. another person you can imagine. Yes. It'll come from the cousins. It'll come from the strangers and mm-hmm. friends. It'll come from your best friend. It'll come from someone you've never met until this moment. Yeah. Maybe on an elevator. It could be a random phone call or even the wrong number has called you to challenge <laughs> what you have determined, predetermined to fixate your expectations on so that 
you know, to get you out of that mental construct of expecting your best life. And that's the challenge. Mm -hmm. That's the war that we are engaged in every single day of our lives. But that is the, that's what separates um, the babies from the adults as the KBs uh, move on to attract their best lives. Well, and isn't that such an important thing to to recognize and sort of admit to ourselves that, look, the world, the, the outer world, outside kinetic belief world, it's going to be this constant downpour of negativity. And it's not that when you become a, a kinetic believer that it's turned off. It's just that you have a you have an umbrella now. You know, you actually have protection against this downpour. You actually have a, a barrier yeah. Yeah. between you and, and all these negative energetics that are constantly trying to come in. They will always be there, but we have, but we're actually capable. We actually have something we can build. And the, the protection, the umbrella, I like that, that <laughs> the analogy is, is knowledge. Yes. It's knowing what to look for. Mm. It's knowing what an, an egoist state of mind really is it's knowing those constructs as men, mental constructs and the internalized dialogue that'll show up and begin to condemn you the mm. energetics of negativity all those things so that you can identify it when it shows up and then do something about it rather than allowing it to linger yes and to cause damage and that's one of the most beautiful things about when you when you tell us about kinetic belief you know it's not the the thought coming that's the bad thing. It's what you do with it. So, you know, again, all of these things are going to show up. They're going to they're going to appear in our lives. But being equipped and having the skill set to hold it up, look at it, turn it around, analyze it, either toss it or make it part of our lives. That's a pretty amazing uh, talent to be able to have, especially as the world becomes more chaotic, busier, more hectic, more negative. I just think it's amazing. Approach your life like a super athlete and stir up your best expectations every morning so you're never caught by surprise and off guard. And get ready for the game. Get ready. Do your stretches uh, (laughs) and go through the go through the playbook. And so that you'll know, go through the journal so that you will know Mm. exactly what you are to remain fixated on throughout the day and grateful for. And then walk in the energetics of those love, casting down imaginations and every other thought form that will ever arise to come against your expectations for manifesting your best life. I have to say when I was early on in my kinetic belief journey, I remember finally realizing that, look, if I, if I just put out this effort that's required to bring every thought into captivity and to, to hone these skills of manifesting, that it's not just going to be me on my own doing this, that the moment that you, that you exert that effort, the universe, our creator, he, it's going to meet you in that place. And so you're going to become this magnet and start attracting. And I just think that's a really exciting sort of, you know, beyond, beyond this threshold thing to, to, to realize. It's, uh, I, I think I said that right. You, you did. You said it beautifully. <laughs> okay, thank you. And it's the essence of our life, you know, yeah. and again, and just recognizing that, you know, we don't have a life that we're trying to improve upon. Mm. We are life. Yes that's already at its best. Mm. And when we step into and allow that life, light, love to live Mm -hmm. and to grow and to develop, then all other things will fall away. And yes, they will look at you and say that you're foolish or you don't know what you're doing. And just be grateful that that's the way that you're being seen because that means you're doing something right. Hold on to your dreams that way. And they'll manifest. 
They always do. You cannot prove the universe wrong. You cannot prove your creator wrong where the development of your best life is concerned by remaining true, steadfast, and not taking the second thought, but determining once and for all the mission within your soul and never turning to the left or to the right, not debating it, not showing up to start reasoning with it or explaining yourself to anyone else. Unconditionally loving yourself the way that your Creator loves you and then all others as well opens the door for you to go racing through. And it's as straight as an arrow. The more time you waste by turning and listening to the, to the apprehensions of others and the fearful mental constructs of others, we're not just parking our dreams off to the side somewhere when we are considering the thoughts of others, the negative thoughts. We're completely undermining the attraction of our best lives. It stops. It quits coming in our direction. So we're not picking up where we left off. Should we ever get back on track? We have to go back to the beginning and build that inertia, the kinetic energy for drawing that into our lives again. So don't waste a moment wrestling with the ego in yourself or with anyone else. Just say this out loud and um, let's work on our highest viewpoints. Just say, I will not doubt. I'm not going to doubt. I am in love with life. I'm in love with life. I am reliable. I am reliable. I'm in love with life. I'm in love with life. I am trustworthy. I am trustworthy. Because I'm a kinetic believer. Because I'm a kinetic believer. The universe is true. The universe is true. To the promise of love. To the promise of love. I can depend on me. I can depend on me. <laughs> my ability. My ability. My purpose. Yes, my purpose. My life's charisma. My life's charisma. Others can depend on my independence. Others can depend on my independence. <laughs> Nothing is by chance. Nothing's by chance. I've been called. I have been called. Into companionship in, with abundance. Into companionship with abundance. I've been called. I've been called. Into participation. Into participation. With maturity. With maturity. I want to grow up. 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 <laughs> I want to develop. I want to develop. So I'll never be threatened again. I will never be threatened again. Because I'm developed. Because I'm de developed. And I will always unconditionally love. And I will always unconditionally love. I want to grow up. I want to grow up. So I'll be grateful at all times. So that I will be grateful at all times. At all times. At all times. Because of the favor. Because of the favor. And the blessing of personality. And the blessing of personality. Which was bestowed on me. Which was bestowed on me. In the image of God. In the image of God. I'm growing up. I'm growing up. With the faith. With the faith. Of a child. Of a child. Wow. And I feel as excited as a child after that podcast. Thank you so much for, for all that insight, Stephen. And, you know, this is not just a message today for KB's in that exact spot. I mean, we have to keep stirring all of these truths up within ourselves every single day and I feel all the kinetic believers doing that with us. It's not just enough to know we have to grow. Absolutely. <laughs> Sending out much love to all yeah. the KB creatives all around the world. And thanks as usual Steve for all the wisdom. Bye.